She's Lord over my body, over my
problems that sometimes we use our own hands to invite. And due to whatever reason, and some problems, you know, we need no inv invitation. And a few days ago, um, I, 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 I sat on the couch and I was kind of tired, not sleeping, not fast asleep. And all of a sudden, I saw this huge python, very huge, so big that when it swallows a person, you wouldn't even know the thing has swallowed a person. And um, the thing was passing by all of a sudden, I saw it on my thigh, passing by, looking, definitely looking for me. And it went, you know, away. And there was this particular fellow on the fence, you know, and it went after that person. And I heard a voice. And I, the voice was saying, ah, it's this, the snake is coming back in another 10 years for you. Huh? I said, pastor work is not easy. Praise the Lord. And I can imagine some, you know, pastor that is careless will have been swallowed up by that snake. Amen. And uninvited. Son, so, man, as long as we serve this God, the powers of darkness will be after you. Whether you want to believe it or not. But the important thing is that let us live right with the almighty God. May we not begin to toy with sin. The Lord will help us in Jesus' mighty name. There are certain things we must know about problems. There are certain things that I and you must know. Before I go into our Bible passages in um, John chapter 9, verse 1 to 3, I'll, I just want to um, outline and um, say a few things about problems. So there are certain, there are certain things, things that we must know, that I must know, that you must know about problems. Problems, they, do, they don't have respect for anybody. Problems don't have respect for anybody. You know, and they coexist with the old and with the young. There are people that have been living with a particular problem and they are old now and the thing has refused to go. Problem coexists also with the young. He is not a respecter of any particular person. They afflict the rich and the poor. You know, problems can say, oh, because, because you are rich, I mean, I know the problems don't come to me. No. They afflict both the rich and both the poor. Thank you, Holy Spirit. They celebrate Christmas with the educated and the uneducated. That's nothing to do. Amen. Problems, they like the men and fall in love with the women. I don't know who I'm talking to this morning, but that problem is coming to an end in your life this morning in Jesus' name. In the name that is above every other name, that problem that has coexisted with you for a very long time is coming to an end this morning in the name of my Lord and my Savior, Jesus Christ. I say to you that that problem is coming to an end this very hour in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So the questions, why me, is not relevant. The question of why me is not relevant because problems have no respect for anybody. Some of us will say, why me, why me, why me? It's no longer relevant because problems, you know, 
whether you invite it or you don't invite it, it will come. It will come. It will come. It will. But it's coming to an end today in Jesus' name. Amen. Not every problem comes as a result of sin. That is why I'm using John chapter 9 and verses you want to pray. It is not every problem that comes as a result of sins. But the gospel truth is, please don't toy with sin. Don't toy with sin. So our test this morning is taken from the book of John chapter 9. I'll be reading verses 1 to 3. John chapter 9, verses 1 to 3. Amen. And, and, and as Jesus passed by, he saw a man which was blind from his back. And his disciple asked him, saying, Master, who did sin, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, Neither had this man sinned nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. May the Lord bless the reading of his holy word in Jesus' name. Amen. From this very particular passage of the Bible tells us of a man that was born blind. The man was born blind. The disciples of Jesus wanted to know whether it was the sin of the, of the boy or, 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 or those of his parents that led to his predicament. But Jesus gave them an express answer in verse 3. The Lord said, Jesus answered, Neither had the man seen or experienced, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. So now this morning, the works of God will be made manifest in you in the mighty name of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ, because that Amen. problem is coming to an end in Jesus' name. Amen. Whatever that problem represents in your life, in my life, and hand is coming this morning in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So Job had problems, yet he never committed sin. Mm. You know, when that problem came upon Job, he never committed sin. The friends were asking him, cause God and I, why will God allow this problem in your life? Boy, they came in the life of Job that Job had to pray for his friends. And the Bible says the moment Job prayed for his friends in Job chapter 42 and verse 10, the Bible said God turned around the captivity of Job. I pray in the name that is above every other name that this morning, my Lord and my God, your Lord and your God, the God that I and you have come mm -hmm. to meet with, to serve, to worship this morning. That same God will turn around that captivity in your life, in my life, in the name of Jesus. Amen. The Lord will turn around the captivity in Jesus' name. Amen. The Holy Spirit. Problems are like vehicles, you know, they carry their victims to many locations, many locations in search of solutions. You know, some people will go to native doctors. Some people will go to wishes and widows. Some people will go to, you know, people go to different manner of places. You'll see people calling back home and said, ah, what did they say we should bring again now? They say, ah, it's cow. The person will struggle and send the cow money. Amen. May God have mercy on all of us in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. before, I born, before I became born again, I was looking for a job. 
I went to one native doctor. The native doctor said, um, I'm going for an interview. I said, yes, the following morning. He said, I should go and bring in 40 naira. Those days, 40 naira was big money. That they will buy chicken, they will buy this, they will buy that. I will be the first person to be called for that thing, for that uh, for that job. The first person that they will employ. Maybe that will happen tomorrow. So that was in the morning when I went to give the money to this native doctor. By evening, in somewhere in Okesuno in Lagos Island. By evening, I realized that the man, the wife had cooked the chicken, you know, everything. And I told one of my uh, my my uncle. Uh, he said, he said, the man, you've been scammed. I said, eh. He said, let's go, let's go to the man. We went there. Oh, the man invited us to come and he said, nothing will happen with it. My uncle used to drink beer then. I took coke. The man offered us coke and everything. And my uncle took four beer. Ensured that, you know, we took part of the money back. Praise the Lord. So the gospel truth is, where do you go for solution? Or who do you visit for solution? Who do you visit? Where do you go for solution? That is the question this morning. You know, the Bible tells me in the book of Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 to 30, that come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Amen. Take my yoke, amen, upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your soul. The Lord Jesus is promising that we will find rest this morning unto our soul. It says that for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. The yoke of our Lord and our Savior is easy. The burden is light. Psalm 60 and verse 11 tells me, says, give help from trouble, for vain is the help of man. Son, man, this kind of problems that need divine intervention, and only God can give help from this kind of problems. Problems that have refused to go, that have coexisted with us for a very long time. I want you to open your mouth where you are. According to Psalm 16, verse 11, it says, give help from trouble. Father, give me help from this issue in my life this morning. Come to my aid, my Lord and my God. Lord, I need help. Please help me, my Lord. I need help. 
I need your help, my Lord. I need your help, my Lord. I need your help, my Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me. In the name of Jesus.
they are strangers. The Bible says that strangers, they shall submit themselves unto me. Do you believe that? Yes. That all the strangers, the Bible is saying to me and you this morning that they shall submit themselves unto me. Sir and Ma, I want you to stand on the authority of the word of God, the word that can never fail. Amen. The Bible says that they will must, they must, it's a must submit themselves unto you. And as soon as they hear your voice this morning, they shall be obedient unto you. I say to you this morning, those strangers shall be obedient to you in Jesus' name. Amen. As they hear you, they shall be obedient. The Bible says, the strangers, they shall fade away and they shall be afraid out of their clothes basin. Wherever that stranger, that stranger of sickness is hiding in your body. Amen. As you begin to pray this morning, that's, they are coming out of you in Jesus' name. Amen. That is representing your life. They are coming out in the name of Jesus. Amen. is in your family. They are coming out in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. That's come in Jesus' name. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. I want you to say with me that it is written in this second Samuel chapter 22, verse 45 and verse 46, that strangers shall submit themselves unto me. As the man hear my voice, shall be obedient unto me. Strangers, 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 Every 
everything that you said in my life, in my family, I command you out of my body system, out of my family, in the mighty name of Jesus. I command you out in the name of Jesus. I command you out in the name of Jesus. You shall no longer go to my house. You have no place in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 The Bible tells me in the book of Matthew chapter 15, the B part of verse 13, the B part of verse 13 says, every plant which my heavenly father had not planted shall be rooted. You know, anything that God has not planted, the Bible is saying to, to me and you this morning, amen, that they shall be rooted up. Amen. I want us to stand on the authority of the word of God. I want us to believe the word of God this morning that whatever God has not planted that is taking root in my life, my Father and my God, according to your word in Matthew chapter 15 and verse 13 be. Father, let them be rooted up this morning. Let them be rooted up this morning. Let them be rooted up this very hour. Let them be rooted up in the name of the Lord Jesus. Let them be rooted up. 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 Let them be
Clarice celebrated 89 Christmas with a, a known problem in her life. After a divine intervention, the problem is higher. When do you want the problem in your life to expire? Is the question this morning. No. And my place, when do you want the problem to expire? No. Please no. unmute yourself. Unmute yourself. Please unmute yourself and cry to the Almighty God. And in the name of Jesus, let every Problems can define their victims. Problems. They can define, you know, problems can define their, their victims. For example, the woman with the issue of blood. She had a name, but she had a problem that defined her. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Whenever people wanted to refer to, to her, they use a reproach. They use a problem to describe her. Same as the man with 38 years of infirmity. We're going to call upon God this morning on the Almighty God. That issue, you know, that people use to define me. You know, when you are going, you may not know. They will, they will use that, 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 they will use that problem to define, you know. And, and, and they will sometimes they will hiss at, at the person. We're going to call upon our Lord and our Savior. This <laughs> that reproach in my life, my Lord and my God. And then the Lord and the Lord 
in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 7, we are told there that we walk by faith, not by sight. And in my own way of understanding, as the Holy Spirit is giving me this understanding, I want to bring faith to us in what I call thinking outside the box. I want to bring faith into us in what I would understand by thinking outside the box. Faith is what we have been called to walk in. We don't walk by sight. We don't walk by feelings. We don't walk by our senses. We are called to walk by faith. In this, in this race, God has called us to walk by faith. And I want to tell us a little story and by little understanding of what I understand by this faith. Every day of my life and every day of your life, we are in a battle, battle of the soul, battle of the mind, that God himself wants to prove himself to us. But how many of us understand that we are not walking by sight, but that we are walking by faith? Let us see faith in this perspective, that behold, God wants us to come out victorious on daily basis. And he wants us to come up with new testimonies on daily basis. But many of us don't even understand the fight that we are fighting or the work that we are working. Look at what he did in the Garden of Eden. And that is still playing out today in your life and in my life and on daily basis that he brought Adam and Eve into the garden and placed two trees in there. And what, why did God decide to do that? He wants, him to, he wants us to prove how much we love him and how much we are ready to obey him. So faith is obeying God. Faith is you and me showing forth our love for God. How do I come up with that understanding of loving God and proving that we obey God and that will be our work in faith? God would have told Adam and Eve, don't eat of the fruit of this. If you do it, you die. And today, if we would obey God, if we will prove that we love God and we don't love the devil, and we hate him and everything that he is going to bring around us, God is prepared to prove himself as our God on daily basis. God is prepared to show forth himself as this is my beloved son. This is my beloved daughter. Come on, the world around him as he, as he is going to work now, hear him. As he is going to school now, hear her. As we are on our daily basis, he wants to prove himself to the whole world. This is my beloved son. This is my beloved daughter. Come on, clear yourself out of the way, just like as we heard yesterday. That when they hear us, when, they, when we appear, they will submit to us. The demons will submit to us. Powers of darkness will submit to us. But how many of us are taking it up in this dimension? 
that I have been called to obey God and to disobey the devil. I have been called to, to, to love God and to in every way prove that I don't love the devil. And that could be your, 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 your de the demonstration of your faith before God. And then you will see God showing up. You will see God presenting himself to you to say, get out of his way. Get out of her way. This is my son. This is my daughter. On daily basis, these issues are playing out to me and to you just to prove our love for God, just to prove our obedience unto God. We have been told even in the book of 2 Corinthians again, chapter 10, if we look at it from verses five, 3 to 5, he said, Behold, though we are in this world, we do not walk by in any way by, by the weapons that are made with man's flesh or with man's understanding. But we are what? We walk by faith. We walk by spiritual instrument to put the devil where he belongs, to tell the devil, I don't love you. I don't, I'm not in agreement with you. Every high thing that brings itself against the knowledge of God. Can you just understand what I mean by faith, thinking outside the box? He said, every high thing that brings himself evil against the knowledge of God in my life, that I should kill somebody in order to, to, to be made rich, that is not obedience unto God. Satan, I hate you. I won't do that. That I should fornicate, that I should tell lies, that I should do this evil to, to show that I am on the devil's side. No, 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 no. You are a hiding that is trying to bring himself above God in my life. No, 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 no. Satan, I hate you. Get out of my way. That is your love for God. That is your what obedience unto God. Why not me and you practice it on daily basis and we will see how God will show forth himself in every battle that we have we are faced to fight. I want to tell you the truth that behold, God himself, if we want to prove who is superior to between God and Satan, you all know the answer. But God is leaving us in this battle of life to show that myself and yourself would prove our love to God and our obedience unto God on daily basis so that he will be able to show forth himself. And that is the reason why he is not proving. If not, he could close the battle of this whole world in one day and the whole thing is finished. But he wants to prove you. He wants to prove me. He wants to. He wants us to show our love to him. He wants us to show our obedience unto him. And if, the more we do this, we we'll see God rising up on our on our side on daily basis. The more we do this, we will see God showing forth and proving Himself that He is the Alpha and Omega. But how many of us are ready to walk by faith? How many of us are pushing sight out of our way to submit ourselves unto God? If God was looking for a perfect human being, what would he have done? He would have created computers and programmed it, and that would be perfection before him. But he did not do that. He decided to put myself and yourself in the place of our weaknesses and in the place of the demonstration of our love and obedience to God in our free world. He decided to do that. 
so that the more myself and yourself will say yes to God. Satan, I hate you. I will not submit myself to this, your gimmicks. I will surrender everything about me to the almighty God. We will see God showing up. And so God has tried to place us in this world for myself and yourself to prove our work with him. Our work, W-A-L-K, our work with him. You, you want to come outside, you, the eyes will see. The hands will tempt you to touch. The legs will be tempting you. But you want to say, no, I love my God. I will obey my God. I want to do this to show my love to God. I want to do this to demonstrate my obedience unto God. That is the battle of life on daily basis. How many of us are prepared so this morning? I am counseling yourself and myself that we should rise up, we should wake up in this frail world that we are to demonstrate our obedience unto God by, by proving that we know the little of the Bible that we have had. I want to demonstrate the obedience of it before heaven. The little of the Bible that I, that has come into my understanding, I want to show that I love God by it. Brethren, let us in every way wake up from our slumber and put the devil where he belongs because God has all the power to give us victory on daily basis. And I want to make myself and yourself to understand as well. Hear what he said in the book of Matthew chapter 22. If you look at verse 14 there, Brethren, I really want to emphasize on this scripture. Matthew chapter 22, verse 14. He says, many are called, but few are chosen. I repeat that statement, that, 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 that verse. Many are called, but few are chosen. Brethren, what do I understand by this scripture? Like I said, I am trying to bring to you a new definition of faith, even that I have by the understanding of the Holy Spirit, for you and I to simply say, from now on, I want to walk in faith no matter what it is. Many are called, but few are chosen. I mean... The Bible, the Bible would have made us to understand how beautiful heaven is. Just look at it. Just hear the prayer point of our sister just now. That today I want to sing with a new song. Who does not want to sing a new song? Look at the message of yesterday. Who does not want to come out victorious? Who does not want to? I want it on daily basis. But many are called to walk in victory. Many are called to sing a new song on daily basis. But how many of us will persevere? Perseverance is what the few will take in order to sing a new song. Perseverance is what the few will decide to take on board. And then they will have the victory of life. How many of us are prepared to persevere? How many of us are prepared to work it out? Many, how many of us want to say, no, I will not do this to sin against my God. I will not do this to disobey my God. I have heard the voice. And because I have heard the voice, I want to obey it to the letter so that God will be able to see how much indeed I love him, how much indeed I am prepared 
to in every way prove my love for him, to prove my obedience unto him. How many of us are persevering? How many of us are prepared to take that, that spirit of persevering in our work, in our, in our daily duties, in everywhere we are found at any point in time? The, the heart could be telling you, curse this person, abuse this person. Would that make you to obey God? Would that bring you to be on the disobedient side? Why not choose to say, I want to obey God by his word? How many of us would want to be in the place your heart is telling you, do this evil, do this evil, do this evil? That will bring you to the place of disobedience. You are no longer walking in faith. You are no longer loving God. You are no longer obeying God. Therefore, God will not show up concerning you because you are not walking in faith. But God wants to wants you and I to walk in to walk by faith so that He will prove Himself unto you and unto us every moment of our living. And that's it. So this morning he said, We walk not by sight, we walk by faith. Let us see how we can begin to persevere. Many are called to sing a new song. Many are called that when the devil see you, when failure see you, when poverty see you, when sickness see you, they want to give way. They want to submit themselves. But if you cannot persevere to say, I will obey God. I will do this to obey God. I will do this to show my love unto God. Behold, you cannot sing that, song, that new song. You cannot walk in that victory. Many are called to walk in the place of victory. Many are called to walk, to sing a new song before God and before men every moment of our living. How many of us, how many of us are prepared to persevere? How many of us want to, I mean, I don't know if you have heard this from me before. If you have not heard, hear it now. And if you have heard, I want you to hear it again. Can you just imagine yourself? Somebody would have been causing or abusing or saying evil words against you face to face, face to face, face to face. And then the man walked to you. He slaps the right side. The Bible says, give him your left side. How many of us are prepared to persevere? If we persevere to give him the left side and he slaps you, and then you, you persevere again, you give him the right side again, he slaps it. You persevere again, you give him the left side, he slaps you. By the time he would have done it five times on his side, he himself, just imagine what that man would begin to do. He will, he will either borrow legs to run out of you, thinking that you are another man from another planet. See what he will do. He will borrow legs and run for his dear life. Because you have persevered. I have never seen this type of, this type of human being before. And then he will now go and be reporting himself to people. I met a man. I abused nonsense out of him. I walked to him. I slapped the right side. He gave me the left. I slapped the left. He gave me the right again. I did the five on each side. And that man did not shake himself to raise up his hand against me. Brethren, that is a high message. Many are called. Many are called. Few are chosen. How many of us are the few? that will so persevere to, to carry out this message of evangelism, slapping the right, slapping the left, 
and then abusing nonsense out of you. And then at the end of the day, see how he will run out of you. Brethren, that is a high message of evangelism. And so I am encouraging you and I exhorting you and myself to say, let us walk in faith. Enough is enough. Christianity is not the place of entertainment. Christianity is the place of the demonstration of the power of God inside of us, of the love of God inside of us, of the spirit of God inside of us. That is what Christianity is. And that is what we are called to walk in. And so I encourage you this morning, the Lord wants us to sing a new song. Let's persevere to be on the few side. Let's persevere to be on the few side that the Lord wants to give victory in a new dimension. Let us come into the place of persevering. I mean, I, I Pastor spoke yesterday. I came to myself and I said, God, God, this man is talking to me. This man is talking to me. Have you taken time? And I want you to take time to read the book of Hebrews chapter 11. If you read it from verses 33 to verse 34, just those just to three verses, you will see how, what he says there. He says, what shall we say about Jephthah? What can we say about Gideon? What can we say about Rahab? Men, men who stop the violence of fire or because of feet. Men who escape the edge of the sword or because of feet. Men who decided to, to in one way or the other do the extraordinary. Why? Because they were persevering. Because they have chosen the place of persevering to be among the few that anybody who can go into the lion's den and come out alive. And, and let us see, is that possible? But men by faith did it. Men by faith against hope, they what they believed in hope. Against hope, they believed in hope. Against hope, they believed in hope. Look at Rahab, who was in a good business before then, but because she decided to do what to persevere, to be on the side of walking by faith. What did she do? She decided to do one thing to in every way tell them, okay. You, the spies, come. She was bold all because she chose to be in the place of faith. Why? Because she wanted to stop the violence of even the gun or the bow and arrow that would have been directed against her. Behold, they decided, men and women, men and women, they decided to say, I will persevere. Today, myself and yourself, we are called into the same race. Yourself and myself, we are called into the same race. And God would want to prove himself. God wants to show forth himself. God wants to, in every way, prove himself before you get to that place of work, before you get to the compound where you are, the campus where you are schooling, before you even go out on visitation. He wants to go ahead of you. He wants to prove himself before you. He wants to demonstrate who, who he is inside of you. How many of us are prepared to persevere? Man, I mean, Gideon was before God. They bring your son out, want to kill him. And then the father said, who do you want to kill? He said, we want to kill your son. What has he done? He told him, he said, how can you want to fight for God? That was faith in action. That was faith in action. Brethren, I am saying that people stop the foulness of the fire 
Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego all by faith. Brethren, we are not called into a different world. We are called into the same world. And that is where myself and yourself have come to live. We do not walk by sight, but we walk by faith. Let's demonstrate it. Let's demonstrate it. It is a walk. It is a walk. L-A-W-K. Not L, not W, not, not, sorry, W-A-L-K. Not W-O-R-K. No, it is a walk demonstration. Demonstration of it. Let us work it out. Let's demonstrate it. Let's prove our God. Christianity, I say again, is not the place of what? Showmanship. It is not the place of what? Entertainment. It is the place of the demonstration of the power of God. And when I mean the demonstration of the power of God, I am talking that myself and yourself should work it. Let I see it. Let ears hear it how you did it, how it was done by you and by me. Let us, in, let us not in any way hide ourselves or shield ourselves out. Let's demonstrate it for the world to see. In the parish where you are, in the house where you are, in the place of your work, let us demonstrate it. I don't have a long sermon this morning. Like I said, I am trying to push it out and thank God for what God is doing. The few around me, we are doing it. Can you hear what God said through the mouth of, 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 of our brother Paul? He said, now I commend you unto God and to the word of his grace. And if I now that I am commending you unto God and to the word of his grace, if you give yourself in, this word of God is able to build you up and then it will give you an inheritance among the saints that are sanctified. There are people who are already marked already by God to be rewarded. And then he says he will give you your own inheritance among those saints that are sanctified. If myself and yourself would choose to persevere. So this morning, I counsel you. And this morning, it is my prayer. I place you and myself on the power of the word to build us up, to give us an inheritance among the saints that are sanctified so that when people are standing both in heaven and here in the physical, that you and I will be able to open our mouth to declare, this is my story. This is my song. Praising the Lord all the day long. Why? Because I persevere. I choose to do it all because I want to, I want to prove to God how much I love him and how much I choose to obey him. Behold, God, give me an inheritance. His inheritance is not sickness. His inheritance is not failure. His inheritance is not defeat. His inheritance will make demons to submit themselves to you and they will be able to cry out, ah, ah, we have seen Jesus in you. And because we have seen Jesus in you, we have chosen to follow you to serve that your Jesus. Brethren, I say again, as I, as I, as I put down, well, no microphone, as I put down this word, that Christianity is not the place of entertainment. It is a place of working it out. Let's work it. Let's demonstrate it. Let's prove it before heaven. 
Let's prove it in this physical world. That behold, I have come to tell you of the God that I believe. And so I am on the few side that want to persevere. I am not on the side of the many. Many are called, but few are chosen. I am on the few side. Brethren, the ability for you and I to be on the few side that will decide to, in every way, put obedience on the table and put put a total submission on the table and prove to love God in every aspect of our lives so that our God will show up for you and for me. I pray that heaven give it to us today in the name of Jesus Christ. Dear God, I would want you and I to come before heaven and cry out unto God, Lord, I have chosen to submit all. I have chosen to surrender all. I have chosen that you would make me sing a new song. I have chosen to be on the victorious side. I receive the spirit of perseverance from you that behold, Many are called, but I choose to be on the few side. The few side that will say, I surrender all to God. God, prove yourself inside of me. This ability, let it work in me continually from now till I get to heaven. That people will see me walking in the power of God. Simple obedience to my God and simple love. For my God, Lord, I receive this in the name of Jesus Christ. Shall we talk to God? 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 Brother, let's cry it out to God. Let's talk it out to Him. He is listening. He is hearing. He wants to prove Himself. He wants to prove Himself. He wants to prove Himself. He wants to demonstrate who He is. He wants to show forth who He is. In my life and in your life, brethren, it is not the place of what of entertainment. I want to be a demonstrator of the spirit of obedience to God. I want to be in the place of one who will show total love to God, all because of His word. Enough is enough, Lord. I want you to show forth. I want you to show forth in my life, in my spouse's life, in my children's life. Lord, enough is enough. I have chosen to demonstrate it. I want to love you with all of my heart. I want to obey you with all of my heart. I want you to prove yourself. Enough is enough. I want to do it physically. Lord, I receive ability from you. Lord, I receive strength from you. Lord, I receive all that it will take for me to be in this place forever. So that people will be able to see me walking in perseverance, walking in the spirit of perseverance. I don't want to be on the side of the many. I want to be on the side of the few. I want to be on the side of the few. My God, baptize me afresh with the spirit of, of perseverance. Lord, baptize me, baptize my spouse, baptize my children, baptize my family afresh with the spirit of perseverance. My God, I surrender, I surrender, I surrender, no matter what it takes, oh God. Jehovah, pour upon me the fire of perseverance. Lord, pour upon me the fire of perseverance. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. I want my God to show forth. Lord, this is my faith in you. Lord, this is my faith in you. I have decided to say, I am walking by faith. I surrender all to you. I surrender all to you. Thank you, Father. Blessed be thy name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord.
in Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Amen. 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 Brethren, I, I just want to round up with this word of encouragement to you. So I was preparing this message. Like I said, it's a message which I have started for some time now. I started it on my own personal needs, and I decided to put it into my prayer group. And so prayer group, we have started it. And then I'm pushing it now to the church level because of the little, little signs we are seeing of encouragement. And I want to say this to you. Thank God, Sister Carmela heard this from me last Friday, part of it. And I want to just say that part openly to you and me so that we will just be encouraged. Um, I had to attend the program. And then I just did a little challenge. And the Lord proved himself. And then when I was going, I was being asked now to come in to that program, a sister in our church was going into labor. And I don't want to be, I don't want to be distracted. And I don't want my mind to be troubled. And I said, simply just said to God, since faith is just obedience unto you, and it is just loving you. And I just want to, like I said, I mean, I pray, thank God. So I just told God, the Bible makes it very clear. If your eye be single, your whole body will be full of light. So I just want, Lord, as I go for this program, if you want me to go, I want my eye to be single. And then the Lord came up, like I said, to some people. And I want to say to you, the Almighty God came to Isaiah and said, Isaiah, I want to prove myself in you now. Enough is enough. King Uzziah died, and I showed you part of myself. And I want to do greater than you have ever known me to do. So Isaiah asked me for a sign. Isaiah would have thought somehow. And so, well, according to his faith, he couldn't be bold enough to ask God for a sign. And then God told him, I want to give, I want to, this is a sign of what I want to do. And you will live to see, you will see people testifying of it. And God told him, I have chosen to make a virgin, a virgin woman to be pregnant. What? Wow. was God telling me now? Isaiah, hear me. Because I asked you for a sign and you are afraid to ask me for a sign. This is a sign which I have given to myself. I have chosen to make a virgin woman to be pregnant with a child. And I will see, and that will be the savior of the world. Wow. Imagine when that sign came to pass. What Isaiah would have been thinking. So I asked God for a sign. If my eye be seen, my whole body will be full of light in this program. So I want my body to be full of light. So that what assignment I'm giving in that place, I will be able to do it with all of myself. As I prepared myself to walk out of the house to attend that program, the husband of the woman sent me a test. My wife just had a baby girl. And I paused. And I said, thank you. I was given some few minutes. I didn't speak for those minutes that I was given. Why? Because I have asked God for a sign. As my place of simple obedience and simple love to God. And I decided to just end it that way. So this morning, I would want you and I, as I hand over to Pastor Larry Waju, 
Lord, baptize me with the spirit of perseverance. Many are called, but few are chosen. I have chosen to be on the side of the few that want to persevere. No matter how tough the situation is, no matter how tough the circumstance will be, my God, I choose to be on the few side that will persevere because it is the few that are chosen in the name of Jesus Christ. As God, Jesus, my God, oh my God. God for a sign. Our pastor told us yesterday when they see you, they will submit themselves. When you eat everywhere, speak, they will embrace you. God for a sign. God for a sign. And it is for prayer that God can work it out in you and work it out in you. Time to fight. We have prayed. Amen. 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 Amen